Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. All right, John Rahm wins the U.S. Open, the 2021 U.S. Open, and... Well, I might as well start off with it right off the top of the podcast today. I did pick John Rahm, uh, and uh, it was not a hard pick. He was the favorite. Uh, I went off the fact that he was playing well coming off of the Mirrorfield victory, non-victory, when he was blowing away the field and got sidelined because of COVID. And I went off the fact that uh, John Rahm has had incredible success at Torrey Pines. So that was a that was a pretty easy pick. He was the odds-on favorite to win the uh, U.S. Open. Of course, the favorite doesn't win a lot. I mean, that's why it's hard to pick in golf. But John Rahm does. He becomes the number one player in the world. Takes over uh, Dustin Johnson's spot, which Dustin Johnson held for forty-three weeks, which is a pretty darn good run. And uh, John Rahm becomes the, what is he? These, uh, in terms of the Spanish players who have won, uh, Seve Ballesteros, you got Seve Ballesteros, you got Jose Marie Olathabal, and you got Sergio Garcia and John Rahm. You got four Spaniards that have won major championships. Seve won uh, three British Opens and uh, two Masters, never won the PGA, never won the U.S. Open. Uh, as John Rahm said in his uh, uh, post-game uh, interviews, he said this one was for Seve, who desperately wanted to win the U.S. Open and tried many times but didn't. Uh, Jose Marie Olathabo won two Masters championships, and uh, Sergio Garcia won a Masters. So so the Masters, when you look at all the majors that have, as Spanish players have won, which is a total of nine they look at the the masters have accounted for five of those nine and that's uh 
that's that's pretty Im- Im- impressive right there that John Rahm wins the U.S. Open. Actually, it's more than that. Uh, Sergio Olathebel well, three Master, yeah, five five of the nine. Uh, Seve won three uh, British, and then Rahm wins the U.S. Open. So that's uh, that that's uh, pretty incredible, right there. I mean, it's hard to imagine. As many great players as Spain has had, of course, maybe it's as I always. I was a big Seve Ballesteros fan. I loved watching him play, and Jose Maria Othabel. Of course, he really he kind of only had the game to win in Augusta. He, he was it wasn't that great of a driver of the golf ball. And back in the day, you had to be able to drive the ball in the fairway. Of course, things have changed now. Uh, definitely changed big time at the U.S. Open, the way they're playing the U.S. Open, the way the players are playing the U.S. Open. John Rahm hits 52% of the fairways, 29 out of 56 fairways, uh, tied for 28th in that uh, statistical category. And, of course, everybody for years and years and years always used to say, you know, to win the U.S. Open, you got to drive the ball in the fairway. And even the players still say that, you know, you got to drive the ball. Well, I guess you do. Yeah, I got to drive the ball in the fairway 52% of the time. You know, the fact of the matter is, 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 is that if you hit it a long way and miss a few more fairways, because nobody's going to hit them all. The fairways are so tight at the U.S. Open. The, the, the fairways are firm at the U.S. Open. You, you'll land balls in the fairway that end up in the rough. And if you hit a few more fairways, but you're 20 yards back, that formula isn't, isn't going to work. So everybody's figured that out. Uh, Torrey Pines especially is a long hitter's golf course, but Wingfoot last year was a long hitter's golf course. And I mean, every place is a long hitter's golf course. That's just the way the game of golf is today. Uh, but John Rahm, you know, played, uh, you know, solid. I mean, that's what he did. He didn't, uh, you know, he, he didn't tear it up. He didn't, uh, you know, light it up. He shot six under, but he played a great fourth round. I mean, he really did. He had not really played great uh, up until the fourth round. And to shoot the low round of the, you know, a tied low round of the day, a tied low round for the week, the low round for the week was 67. For Rom to shoot 67 uh, at Torrey Pines, U.S. Open conditions on the uh, fourth round, I mean, that's a heck of a round. I mean, that, that, just, that just really is. I mean, that is a heck of a round. And with all the top players, uh, you know, at top of the leaderboard, I mean, a lot of the top players, I mean, most of them, to be honest with you. I mean, if, you know, going into the uh, fourth round, I mean, you had Roy McIlroy, you had Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, I, I looked at it this way. Uh, the low score for the tournament so far had been four under par. And I thought to myself, okay, let's just assume, you know, make a little assumption that uh, the top guys will probably struggle. Mackenzie Hughes, Russell Henley, uh, Louis Oosthuizen. Oosthuizen did all right. I mean, he shot even par. But Hughes shoots 77. I mean, that's kind of what they shoot. When they're in that position, that's what uh, Richard Bland shot on Saturday. It's just, it's just kind. Of, you know, I was texting with a friend of mine from uh, Canada, and I said, uh, you know, he's uh, he's cheering for Mackenzie Hughes. He seems like a really nice kid, and and I said he's going to shoot six seventy seven. I mean, that's just what they shoot. I mean, in that position, uh, Russell Henley shot one better than that seventy six, but you had Roy McIlroy, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, John Rahm. Dustin Johnson, you know, Dustin Johnson was one under par with Colin Morikawa. 
uh, Xander Shoffley there, one under par. Kepka was even par. And, I, you know, Justin Thomas was even par. And I thought, okay, you know, the guys that are even par could shoot four under. That gets them to four under. That may or may not be enough. And, and you had to look at history. Uh, 30 of the last 30 U.S. Opens, and now this is 31 out of 31, uh, players in the within, I think, uh, uh, four shots of the lead have won. Players in the top 10 going to the last round have won. So, so it, 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 it's just, you know, history just keeps repeating itself right there. And given that, you, you had to be in the top 10. Now, the top 10 was 13 players. I mean, because there's other guys sprinkled in there uh, besides the, the guys that I just named. But I figured somebody is gonna gonna shoot, you know, a a a good round, and, and you know, it's 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 John Rahm. I mean, he he didn't play great on Saturday. He didn't play very good, but he got a decent score. Uh, you know, I mean, he shot one over par, and that that's good enough. See, this a big key is is you gotta you gotta play some good rounds, uh, but you gotta your bad round can't be too bad, and you gotta you gotta survive the bad round, and then you gotta have. You know, generally one good round, one really good round. Now he shot sixty nine the first round, uh, but then you know the big round was was uh, Sunday with this is is sixty seven, and of course birdie in the last two holes was was absolutely uh, huge. That made him the fourth player uh, in uh, in what is it major? I think major championship history that is, has uh, birdied the seventy first and seventy second hole. Uh, well, at the U.S. Open, to win the U.S. Open, okay? Uh, other players have done it. Phil Mickelson did it in uh, 2013. He was the last player to do it uh, and, and birdied uh, 17 and 18 at uh, Muirfield to win the Open Championship. Mark O'Meara did it in 1998, birdied uh, 17 and 18 at Augusta. He's uh, Mark O'Meara is the last player to, to birdie the last two holes and win a major championship by one. So that goes all the way back to 1998. John Rahm just did it, 2021. It uh, took 23 years for it to happen again. So that doesn't happen much. But it's happened uh, four times at the uh, at the U.S. Open. Uh, ben Hogan did it in 1953 at Oakmont. Jack Nicklaus did it in 1980 at uh, Baltusrol. Tom Watson uh, did it at uh, Pebble Beach in 1982. And now John Rahm has done it at uh, Torrey Pines. So it does, that doesn't happen often. Now, it's you know, the, the table was set a little bit for it to happen, given the fact that the 18th hole at Torrey Pines was uh, playing the easiest hole on the golf course. But still, it's, it's easy is, you know, a, a relative term. There's not there's no easy holes at a U.S. So really, you know what? There are no easy holes in golf, but there's for sure no easy holes at a U.S. Open. But uh, Rom wins in style, and uh, you know he he did it in a way that. Well, we're going to talk about that next. I'm going to I'm going to give you the give you a rundown of the statistics. A little little bit unusual, although not based on what has happened so far this year. Uh, we'll get into that next. Uh, let me talk a little golf instruction with you right now. Uh, go to HaneyUniversity.com. And get my uh, free instructional videos that go out on a daily basis by just registering and signing up. Just give your email address, and you you'll get them on a daily basis to your um, your email box. It's at HaneyUniversity.com. All right, we'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let me give you a little statistical analysis of, you know, I like to do this, of uh, how John Rahm wins the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. You know, typically... At a PGA Tour event, and you hear me, if you listen to my podcast, you hear me talk about this a lot. PGA Tour events, 90% of the time, the player who wins parlays a top 10 putting week with a top 10 ball striking week, strokes gained, tee to green statistics, strokes gained, putting statistics. Top 10s, both of them parlays it. 90% of the time, that's how they win. Now, generally speaking, the winning score at a PJ Tour event is more like, you know, 16 to, I don't know, 25 under par. And you're not going to get to 25 under par if you're not holding a, a bunch of putts. Major championships are, are different. I mean, you can, you can win putting, you know, better than average, but not spectacular if you hole some good pressure putts. And Rom did that. He hold he held pressure putts on 17 and 18 and those were huge putts. And you know that that obviously made the difference in his one shot one shot victory. 
it was interesting. I, w- I was uh, texting with Tommy Armour as as Rom was holding those putts, and when he held the putt on seventeen, I I text and, and you know, and, and at that point it was still up up for grabs. Him and Louis Ustase and definitely up for grabs. And I, in matter of fact, I think they were tied at that point. And I I I text Tommy. I said this game over, and he he said who, and I said uh, John Rom game over John Rom. I, I just I because. I just had this, yeah. You know, I've seen this this before, out of you know Louis Ustase, and he's a phenomenal player, and he's finished second six times in major championships. But I, I was thinking back to listen at the Zurich Classic. He's he's playing, and and he you know he he's got he's on the 18th hole. His his two man team is tied for the lead. I, I can't even remember who he's playing with, but anyway, it doesn't matter. He was tied for the lead, and he flashes it in the lake. Now, I mean, he's got the most beautiful swing, you know, one of the best swings on tour, no no, no doubt about it. You know, this year he's been ranked number one in putting on the PGA Tour, and he still hasn't won. And I just, I, I just, I just didn't see that he was gonna gonna finish it. Now, I mean, that wasn't the worst shot in the world that I've ever seen on 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 seventeen. But see, this is the difference between a player who is is super long, the players that are super long on 17, they're not going to hit that ball left. They're just not. They may flash it straight right, but they're going to hit it long enough to hit a short iron. Okay, Ustazen's got to put that ball in the fairway. I mean, he's got to put that ball in the fairway, and to put that ball in the fairway, he really needs to play a draw off that tee. And, you know, he, he started it too far left and then it drew. He said he missed his line by five yards, but the, you know, the ball is, is in the, uh, in the junk. But anyway, back to, back to the, 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 the statistics, it, it, it's been different at the majors because you don't have to shoot 25 under par. I mean, look at the, uh, the, the, U S open. I mean, Rom finished and putting, he finished twenty first. Okay, look at the look at the, uh, the 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 Masters Championship. I mean, what you know what what happened there? I mean, Hideki Matsuyama finished. I don't I don't know. I, I can't re- recall exactly, but it was like thirtieth or fortieth in putting. It wasn't it wasn't spectacular. So that broke the 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 mold of of what the normal formula is. And then look at the PGA Championship. Phil Mickelson. I mean, Phil you know made some good putts, but he didn't he didn't finish top ten in putting either. There. So what usually happens at at major championships is different than what happens at PGA Tour events. Uh, you know, you don't have to, to finish just absolutely lights out in putting. You don't have to hold everything you look at. Rom did okay, 21st in putting. But if you look at his statistics, that you know, he didn't, he was uh, strokes gain off the tee fifth, strokes gain approach shot to the green 11th, so if you combine if you combine the two there, he was it, it definitely top ten strokes gained T to green, uh, pro- probably one of the best. I mean, he's probably top five uh, at strokes gained uh, at T to green. So that was good, but the putting was twenty first, and that's that, that that's the formula. You're gonna have to have a good ball striking week, and he did relative to the field. But you can get away with a decent putt. He didn't hold a bunch of putts. He, you know, he he, he held some good ones. He held those last two, but he didn't. Uh, you know, he didn't didn't hold everything he looked at. That's for sure. Now, the one thing about those last two putts, when I, you know, was when I was texting with 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 Tommy Armour, you know, I 
you know, I, I, I thought Rom was going to hold that putt on 18. I really did. Because when he putts, and I thought Paul Eisger did a good job of describing what he, what he, he does, he stands open with his putter. And people who stand open with their putter, it, it seems like they're a little better on left to right putts. And Rom makes a, if you if you look back, Rom makes a lot of good left to right putts. The one thing that that you have to watch out for when people stand open is they tend to come up and out of their putt a little bit too early. And Paul Azinger did a good job on, on NBC of pointing that out. And he said Rom really stayed down on those putts and he didn't come up out of it. But I thought when Rom made the first one, I mean it was a great putt. But I I, I just feel I I like when Rom's putting left to right putts. So I had a, I felt like you know what he's gonna he's gonna hold one of these left to right putts and he hold the one on 17. And then when he got to 18, I thought, well, it's the same putt again. And I, and I text Tommy, I say, it's the exact same putt. I mean, he, I, and I am not, I'm not, you know, it's, it's, it's phenomenal putts. It, it would have been more difficult, you know, frankly, if one putt breaks, uh, you know, a, a foot and a half, uh, left to right, and the next putt breaks a foot and a half right to left. That's a that's a, a much more difficult situation. It just is than hitting the same exact putt two times in a row. Okay, maybe the one on seventeen broke an inch more or two inches more, whatever. But pre- pretty much they were the same putt. So Rom hold the same putt twice. So you know, and they were ten, ten or twelve minutes apart or fifteen minutes apart. I mean, it's not it's not as easy as I just described. It's not like he's on the putting green just putting one right after another, and he's got the feel. And it wasn't on the same green, but at least it was the same putt. And he just saw it go in. You know, on seventeen, he hit the same same putt on eighteen. That was one thing. You know that that definitely was a you know I, I thought was a factor when I when I looked at it. Now, you know, is that. You know, he hit two good shots. You're not standing back there on the tee on 17 thinking I'm going to hit this shot up there and it's going to leave me a left to right putt. Or you're not thinking, you know, I'm going to hit this bunker shot right here so it's going to leave me a left to right putt. I mean, he's just trying to get him as close as he can. And it just so happens that it left him the exact same putt on uh, on on both 17 and 18. And I and I you know and and when he held the first one, I thought, well, he's going to hold the second one. It's the same putt again, and he's, you know, he's 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 got the feel. Plus, this guy's got something. I mean, there's just, you know, there 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 isn't any any doubt about it that John Rahm has got something. And uh, you know, Tommy Armour told me this. Uh, you know, back at the, you know, I think it was last year, he told me this. He said John Rahm's going to be number one in the world. And, and Tommy's the one who told me Dustin Johnson was going to be number one in the world before Dustin Johnson was ever number one in the world, before he was close to number one in the world. Tommy said Dustin Johnson's going to be number one in the world. And then two years ago, Tommy said, well, John Rahm's going to be number one in the world. Tommy's, Tommy Armour understands golf. I mean, he, he's he's been around it for so long. And when I talk golf, I always, uh, you know, I always love talking to, with Tommy. I'm going to have him on the podcast here again again pretty soon. We, I, a matter of fact, I got to try to get him on to review the, the U.S. Open. But uh, he, he always always gets it. He just understands. It. And he knows these guys. He watches. He's played with Rom. He's, he's going to be number one in the world. This guy's just, uh, you know, an, an incredible player. And he just loves golf. And he loves to compete. And he loves to work. And he loves to practice. And, you know, it was uh, it's a good call. There's no uh, there's no no doubt about it. It's going to be interesting to see where where uh, John Rom goes, goes from here. Uh, I'm I'm, going to touch on that next. But before I do, let me remind you to get your free Voodoo Pain Relief Cream samples. 
Uh, it's not just a little one, you know, deal in a, in a little, uh, you know, uh, pamphlet or what do you call it? A, a little, a packet. It's a, a free two week supply is what it is. Uh, and it, it's a phenomenal product. It works incredible. If you've got arthritis pain, muscle soreness, joint pain. So go to voodoopainrelief.com and, you can get the free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. VoodooPainRelief.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, now the question always is, you know, it's the same question every time somebody wins uh, a, uh, you know, major championship, are the, uh, what's going to happen next? Are the floodgates going to open? Okay. Um, okay. If you go through everybody on the list that was had a chance to win, let's say everybody in the top 10. You know, Mackenzie Hughes, if he won, he's missed five cuts in a row before this tournament. I mean, he, if he won, the floodgates weren't going to open. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen's won one tournament in his career on the PGA Tour. Now, it happened to be a major championship, but he's won one tournament on his, uh, in the, you know, he, he his floodgates weren't going to open. Russell Henley's floodgates weren't going to open. 
you know, I, I, I don't think, you know, Bryce DeChambeau, is, the way he's playing, you know, his style, it's just going to be good on certain golf courses. I don't think there's any doubt about that. This was a good golf course for that style, though it ran out on the back nine when he shot 44. Uh, you know, Rory, Rory's not going to, his floodgates aren't going to open. They're already open. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's won a bunch of majors and, but it's been a long time since he's since he's won one, and he's you know it, it, it his the same thing reared his head with Rory again. He just doesn't putt good enough, and that's uh, that's the bottom line there. I mean, Scotty Scheffler looks like he's going to be a, a really good player, but his floodgates aren't going to open. I mean, he's got to win some tournaments first. Matthew Wolf had a you know a chance. His floodgates aren't going to open. His statistics are horrible. Uh, Dustin Johnson's you know is a great player. He's you know he's he's it's just he's going to win. But he's not going to floodgate it if he wins. Colin Morikawa, you know, he he's won a PJ. I mean, Xander Shoffley, I mean, I you know he he needs to start winning some. But he's a long, you know, Kevin Streelman. He's not none of these guys. They're for their, you know, Christian Bazinian Holt or whatever his name is. He he not he's not going to win. You know, his floodgates aren't going to open. There's one guy on this list, you know, that had a chance to win. On on Sunday at Torrey Pines, whose floodgates, you know, you could look and you could say, yeah, his floodgates will open, and that's John Rahm. I mean, I listen when John Rahm lost out at the Memorial, and he and make no mistake about it, he was going to win that golf tournament. You know that, that you know everybody knew it. I mean, he had a six shot lead. He was playing phenomenal and putting uh, really good, and he was going to win that tournament. Well, when when he lost out there, I said, you know, as, and I said this on one of the podcasts. I said this is not a big deal for John Rahm. I mean, this is no this is no big deal. Uh, you know, he, he John Rahm's going to win more golf tournaments. John Rahm's going to be a Hall of Fame golfer. I said this. I said John Rahm's going to be a Hall of Fame golfer. John Rahm's going to win major championships. I mean, this is you know, it, it, this is a bigger deal for his caddy. Who, who lost $160,000 at the memorial when John Rahm didn't win. And which was one, one of the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the cool things that, uh, you know, really uh, happened. I think, at the, you know, here at the U S open, I mean, it was cool that John Rahm won, but, uh, one thing that was was really good is Caddy picked up two hundred twenty five thousand dollars. If you got ten percent on the win, and I'm sure he did uh, from John Rahm, this Caddy Adam. So that was nice. That was nice because that's you know that's a lot of money for for anybody. But that's a lot of you know John Rahm's not going to miss the one point six million. You know, like Caddy one hundred sixty thousand. That's a big that's a big payday. Went going by the wayside. Your your man's got a six shot lead. He's going to win. I mean, you're already figuring out how you're going to spend that money, and all of a sudden it's gone. So that was a, that was 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 pretty cool. But but what happens with with Rom from here? Well, now he's number one in the world. Okay, that's that's one thing. But if you look at Rom's statistics, he's second strokes gained tee to green. He's second strokes gained off the tee. He's ninth in approach shot to the green. He's fifty seventh around the green, which is you know very adequate. Which was pretty good up and in on the last hole, by the way. Uh, he's 68th in putting, which is which is not great, but that's a skewed number because he putted great at Memorial, and, and none of those statistics counted. That would he would have been because uh, he's, he's you know he's out of that tournament, the WD, because of the COVID. I mean, he he would be in the 40s somewhere, and that's after starting off the year at, at you know when I started keeping these statistics. They're looking at him. He's 151st. So he's trending down. He's putting better all the time. He didn't light it up with the putting. But John Rahm has 
historically is a good putter. 22nd in 2020, 36th in 2019. He's a good putter. Uh, you know, he, but he's had he had an off year putting, which uh, I think some of it was due to the fact that that he ha- was using a uh, you know face balance putter for the first time in school. Which I no, who knows why he did that, but anyway, he, you know he's back using a, a, a putter that's more familiar to him, at least the style. It doesn't matter, you know. Uh, he's got a Callaway put uh, Odyssey putter. The Odyssey's owned by Callaway, and they make incredible putters. I mean, there's no putters better than the Odyssey putters. But when you change, it's not you know he didn't just change from you know Ping to Odyssey or from you know uh, Scotty Cameron to Odyssey. He changed from a toe hang putter to a face balance putter. The big big change, and. Uh, now that he's back putting with a, a putter that's a similar style to what he's he's putted well with, you know he's he's going to keep putting better. I mean, and and Rom has statistics. You know, he's only forty. He's forty fifth in, in three putt avoidance, which is you know pretty good. Rom has statistics twenty first in distance. Rom has statistics that match up with anybody on tour for sure. And and uh, and, and you know what? When you listen to his interview. And he, he said the one thing he said, he said, I knew if I could get there on Sunday, I mean, this is not, you know, most these guys are like, you know, you just want to have the opportunity. You know, I got a chance to win. I'm done. Ram said, Ram said, I could, if I would, would be around on Sunday with the chance to win, I knew I could get it done. I mean, that wasn't like I thought I could get it done. I was hoping to get it done. I maybe, you know, I just wanted a chance to get it done. He said, I knew I could finish the deal. I knew I could get it done, especially at Torrey Pines. And when they do it, like he did, I mean, that's a confident player, but, you know, it's even more confident now that he's done it. And, and you know, we've seen this before. You know, a lot of times these players, and they ask, you know, is the floodgates. Like when Sergio won his first major. Sergio's putty good enough to win one major. Adam Scott, you know, when Adam Scott won a major, what will happen now with Adam Scott? Nothing's going to happen with Adam Scott. He's, he's, he's not a good putter. He, he, you know, he won, he's putty good enough to win one major. Uh, you know, when, when uh, Justin Rose won his major, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, it's kind of pretty much the same thing. A lot of, you know, there's the guys that have, you know, parlayed a putting and ball striking or had the greatest putting week of their life and they won a major. That, that's not a floodgates open. John Rahm is, uh, is, is going to be a, you know, he's going to be a major championship player, uh, you know, for a, for a long time. I mean, he just, he, he just really is. I mean, and, and, and this is just the beginning of it right here at, uh, at Torrey Pines. It's an in, in, incredible, incredible win. And, you know, he, he deserved it. And, and you know what? Uh, it, it was an incredible interview too. So I'm going to, I got more John Rahm thoughts. I'll get into those, uh, some, some more tomorrow, but, uh, it was a good win. Good to see him win. And, uh, I think that was a, a, a uh, very, very well deserved. Kind of justice, you know, a little, little uh, karma after the the uh, memorial loss uh, to win the the uh, U.S. Open and be the first Spaniard to win the U.S. Open. Good stuff. All right, follow me on Twitter at Hank Haney. I've been on there uh, tweeting away, so uh, good stuff on there. Uh, hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app. Go to HaneyUniversity.com to register for the instructional videos and go to uh, Voodoo painrelief.com to get your free two-week supply. I hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on the Hank Any Podcast.
The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.